0: too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy30. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill.
1: What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday.
2: Hey, bestie, it's Cammie Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hey, friend. Happy Friday. Today's episode of the podcast, we have a beautiful and lovely guest, Michelle Young. You know her from season 25 of The Bachelor, and she was The Bachelorette, season 18. Michelle is a beautiful human. And if you don't know her, if you're not tapped into Bachelor Nation by now, you're going to find out she really is a lovely person. She just has like a great spirit and great energy about her. But she has been handling and dealing beautifully since her breakup. She had a breakup from the Bachelorette. She got engaged and then it didn't work out. And so today's episode, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what it's like to recover after a breakup that is known nationwide, all over TV, a very public breakup. And, you know, how to recover, how to bounce back? Like, what do you do in order to get yourself back to the place where you're ready to date again, where you're open to love again and open to receiving love from someone else? So, strap in. You know how we do. It's Friday. Let's get this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cami Crawford, and today. <laughs> I do the same shit every time. Today we have Michelle Young on the podcast. Hey girl. Hey. You know her from season 25 of The Bachelor, Mad James's season. Mm-hmm. And then you came back on season 18 as The Bachelorette. I there's so many questions.
1: She back. So you back. And mm-hmm.
2: obviously, you got engaged on your season of The Bachelorette. Shit, I forgot about that. Right. Well, we didn't. The world didn't. People are obsessed with that franchise. Were you wow. like prepared for that whole world?
1: There is no way to be prepared. There is absolutely no way to go into it. You can be as prepared as one can possibly be. Right. But when it actually happens, when it takes place, when you're actually living that life of getting recognized, and to the extent that people from the show get recognized, like mm-hmm. they're diehard fans. Yeah. I think of Bachelor Nation. It's wild.
2: I've heard from Bree Springs and I've heard from different people who have been on it that like people will literally run down the street screaming your name to get next to you.
1: Yes, and like that's the thing that's so different is it's it does feel different than so many other reality TV shows, mm-hmm. and I can't speak for anybody else, but it, even even other people like next level A list like walking into Rihanna's event, yeah, like she walks into her own event and her jaw drops and goes, "Oh my God, Michelle!" <gasps> and I was like, I, I like looked behind me and I was like.
2: Rihanna what
1: yeah because they watch the show all these other people it's Girl. it's like their reality like we're their reality tv show they get right. excited about seeing you and it's just there's so many different situations that have happened like that that it just like reminds you it just kind of shocks your system a little bit yeah yeah it is weird. and I say
2: I, I act like I'm shocked as if I'm not also on a show that
1: a lot of people watch <laughs> yeah it, but it, it
2: is weird sometimes to be like I guess we don't think that like celebrities watch TV or like do normal things. Like I'm I'm not thinking that Rihanna is watching TV.
1: No. I'm thinking
2: Rihanna is like levitating with her baby. Because she is. Just like living. (laughs) She (laughs)
1: multitasks. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, do you get do you get recognized?
2: Yes. A lot. All the time. But my two main places, my hotspots, are airports and Starbucks. (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay, Starbucks. Oh, well, you heard it here first. Yes, if you're looking Starbucks, for me. <laughs> Starbucks just got real, even extra busy in the next two days yes. trying to find Cami, But yeah, that's, that's crazy. I, mm-hmm. I Honestly, I'll say this. The airports are almost like my safe space. Really? In a weird way, because my show took off. And even when we're on Matt James season, it was during COVID. Oh, right. And so the airport is still the place where like I can wear a hat. A mask, Mm -hmm. sunglasses, my hood up, all black, sneakers, walk like I'm, you know what I mean? There's no tomorrow. Like, I have some place to be. Yes. And nobody can recognize me. And there might be, every once in a while, there might be one person that, like, will tap me on the back. Like, I loved you on your season. Right. They're like, (laughs) oh, my God, are you Michelle? Can I take a picture? I'm like, well, damn, you recognize me through a mask and a hat and, like, this whole disguise. So, yeah. Yeah. It it is pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's a
2: wild experience. I, obviously you were a teacher and like that's what you were known for was being like this adorable teacher from Minnesota and or St. <laughs> yeah. Louis.
1: Saint, no, Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. St. Paul. St. Paul. St. Paul. You're on the right track. I've got my, I've got my Midwest. mixed up. Midwest, yeah. yeah, Midwest. Midwest
2: girl. <laughs> and people fell in love with you for that. But did you ever have dreams or like hopes of wanting to be in Hollywood on the big
1: screen? Honestly, no. I, I don't know if I grew up thinking like yeah like that's that's what gets me up in the morning that's what's fulfilling mm-hmm. well I say the entertainment world and like hosting and things like that that is something that I definitely see in my my foreseeable future right mm. now but I did I did want to be a teacher and administrator and there are still a lot of passions that align with that yeah but the crazy thing or what I've noticed is that I took a break from teaching so like that I'm taking a year off hmm I still have to do something passionate. And so that's where I'm kind of pushing into like motivational speaking, still giving back. I'll be starting to work with like students and ambassadors of different programs and like philanthropic areas. Yeah. But what's crazy is everybody's so stuck on the teaching. Mm, So mm -hmm. the amount of comments that I get still to this day of like, you were such a great teacher and you did so many good things for students and now all you care about your appearance. Okay, here's Isn't my question appearance. though I'm like, huh? for those
2: commenters. was Were you in my class? Because weren't you teaching? You were teaching children.
1: I was teaching children, but it's like... But these
2: are grown adults commenting. These are
1: grown adults this. taking time out of their day <laughs> to write me friggin' paragraphs. Yes. And yeah. it's like, you really seem to be passionate about this. I'm so sorry you've lost sleep for me, you know, yeah. taking, taking some time off. But what I kind of always said is that Whether I was the bachelorette, not the bachelorette, COVID hit really hard teaching. Mm -hmm. We're burnt out. Yes. We're burnt out. Oh, my God. And I needed the mental health break regardless. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's more publicized now. But I would have been outside the classroom this year because I needed a minute to take a breath. For yourself. totally
2: fine. 100%. People don't... I I think it's because there are a lot of people out there. And if you're one of them, turn it up. Okay. (laughs) Put your listening ears on. This is for you. (laughs) There are a lot of people who don't have the opportunity or the, I want to say, bravery to grow and change outside of what they know. Like there are a lot of people who will never step outside of what they know because it's their comfort zone. And seeing somebody do that, they're like, well, how could you just leave all of this behind? It's not necessarily that, but like you have to leave room for growth and expansion. And I can relate in some kind of way, because when I was Miss Teen USA, I had always said that I wanted to be a dermatologist. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. This is what I want to do. I want to have my own skincare and cosmetics line. And then I went to school, started in the pre-med program at the University of Alabama for time. Hey. And- changed my mind. And I switched to communications and I started working as a host at 19. And I got so many messages from people being like, I can't believe that you ditched your dreams to become this TV person. And I'll still get messages from people like, I remember when you wanted to be a dermatologist. Okay, great. I also remember when I wanted to be a fucking pop star, but can't sing. So (laughs) here I am. Right. Like people act like you have to just stick with one dream and move forward with that for the rest of your life. But I, I advocate for changing your mind. Yeah, Change it as much as you want.
1: And that's the thing. I don't even know where the statistic came from. And like do not quote me on this because it's it's somewhere out there where it's actually like 100% accurate. But just the amount of job changes mm-hmm. people make yeah. until they actually get to the point where they want to get to. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like... We can have multiple passions. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we failed at the last one. You know, we're changing gears and things like that. But I think where I really am similar to you, where especially being in the public eye, is that I've learned that it does not matter that anybody, like for anybody else, to see my vision. Yes. As long as I know what my dream is, I know where I'm headed. I know, you know, what short term goals I need to reach, long term goals. Like I had that self talk for myself. Yeah. And it it doesn't matter if. Tracy on the other end of the line Tracy in from you know, know what I mean Rhode Island wherever <laughs> you're from at Boise. Tracy Jesus Back right off, but Tracy. it doesn't no yeah this is for you Tracy <laughs> <laughs> user two nine nine six three yes. whatever it is right get out of here exactly Log it does off. not matter you do not need to you you don't need to see the end goal yeah and you'll see it when I get there but you don't you don't need to know the dream the goal I'm not gonna take time to explain it to you yeah
2: calm it down Tracy's right. of the world. We're we're doing fine. Right. Everything's okay. You're
1: wasting your time, not yes. mine. Yeah. You know? And well, I want to ask you this, though. How often would you say, like, do you clap back?
2: Every day. <laughs> as soon as I open my eyes.
1: <laughs> but, like, you respond. Every you respond. day. Do you really?
2: As soon as I open my
1: eyes. Do you really respond? Like, do you... But you, you take time to respond to those messages every once in a while. It doesn't take me any time. And you What's just, your sign? G- 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 Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> as she so takes, it as she take like you. scoots her chair backwards. <laughs> it shouldn't take any time
2: for you then. Gemini's are quick.
1: Oh no! I mean, no, I clap back in my head, oh. but I mean actually physically type up a message oh, back yes. to those people. Oh yes, yes. When do you do that? All How the time. often? All the time. Do you? I tell them to go.
2: Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you honestly, say? More power I say to all you. kinds of crazy shit. To I be honest, that, honestly, my favorite response these days is scram, ugly. Dang.
1: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's powerful.
2: Scram, ugly that's po- like, Get your you ugly ass out of here. Put,
1: do you put the, the, the comma there?
2: Oh, yeah, scram, scram comma, comma, ugly, ugly, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> but it works every time and they'll be like, oh, that's so mean. I can't believe I've always supported you. I just didn't like this one thing that you did and I just oh. said this horrible thing to you. I can't believe you responded. Well, then oh I can't God. believe you wrote it.
1: Honestly, I, I had a message I will say that I did respond today. I had I typically don't respond. Tell me. I've what been you said. known I try to take the high road honestly. No. But what you're doing is taking the high road too because it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like buzz off. Yes. Like stop. When they go Who low,
2: I go to hell. Uh, <laughs> or lower. The deepest part of, of the abyss. I need you to,
1: like, please, like, rub off on I've me just a you. little bit, okay? I'm a Scorpio Sometimes girl. Sometimes I take too much of the high road. I'm like, damn, like, no high to my PR team, I'm like, I think I just need to clap back, right? It's okay to show people that you have a voice. Everyone has a voice, but, mm-hmm. like, no. It's just people that are, like, constantly commenting, oh, you're an influencer now, so that's what you're doing. It's just all these comments about that, and it's like... But why not, are you following if you're not trying to be influenced in some kind of way? is, like there is this like huge negative, like when you hear the word influencer, yeah. right? Do you think positive or negative things? It depends. It depends. It's hard, right? It is hard, yeah. Right? So it, and generally, I feel like when we think about things like, or words like that, that have negative connotations, it's like this general sweep of what it means. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're either this or that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've never once said that I'm leaving teaching to go into influencing. That's the label that y'all provided Right, yes. That's how you labeled me with all the other labels that you put on me. You Mm -hmm. put me in this reality TV star, doesn't have a brain. Oh, but then I'm not this classy person, but then I am too classy, so why am I influencing, right? You really, Mm. really can't win. Yeah. And there's this lady, woman, who just every time I'm something on my story she's constantly like you're boring me I'm gonna unfollow then unfollow soon. bitch I you're say it all the time boring me Michelle <laughs> oh you <laughs> used to be so sweet but now you're just so boring and I just responded I said I'm really losing a lot of sleep over this and she responded just like this whole paragraph about where I started and where I'm now, and how my mom would be disappointed. Oh, really? And Let me all tell you of something. That, Wait, just give me your phone and ours. All of part. that, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. So I texted my mom and I said, Mom, I said, Can you send me a video about how you're so proud of me? <laughs> to send to her? Oh my God. I sent that. I sent that shit. And then I got a huge apology yeah but course. it's like here's the thing right yeah it's just like if you're taking time out of your day mm-hmm. sorry reflection of you not me yes but see like that's this... still a
2: very kind thing that you did because i would have probably said what your mother you, is probably disappointed said? that she didn't swallow you when she had the chance oh, <gasps> oh have a great <laughs> fucking day <laughs> and get the fuck off my page and don't let the door hit you on the way out bitch that's how i talk to people
1: but Damn. I don't do it unless okay. you don't come. Honestly, Th- this I- is... I'm going to have to save that. <laughs> I'm going to quote you, too. <laughs> Please do. Candy
2: Crawford best said. Please do. Please do. Because at this <laughs> point, I feel like if people follow me, you know how I get down. So why would you think that it's even remotely okay right. for you to come into my space? I think of my social media account as my home. Right. I invite all these people into my home. Mm-hmm. I give you entertaining tidbits of my life. Correct. So why would you come into somebody's house and take a shit on the floor? Would you? No. So don't come into my space and say crazy outlandish things and think you're just going to get away with it. No, you're going to get kicked
1: out of my house. Get the fuck out. Damn right. No, I like that, though. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's the right way to
2: do things. It's just how I choose to do it. I don't
1: know if it's the wrong way, though.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just how I like to do it. But I can only imagine for you having that just just based off of you posting influencer content. Based off of you taking a break from teaching, mm-hmm. when you and your ex-fiance got out of a relationship, how were the comments? What were
1: the comments? What were people saying? Honestly, going through <laughs> that breakup, it was it was a pretty nasty breakup. I will mm. be very honest. and I didn't say a lot about it because it would have just... Latched on, mm. and my family and my friends who are really close to me saw behind the scenes mm-hmm. how I was being treated, and there are so many moments where, like Michelle, just say like, mm-hmm. just put it out there. Mm-hmm. It'd be so much easier to just true colors shown. Yeah, here we go. You have the platform, right? You have, I have, yeah, right? and for me, it was like. I know that there's going to be a lot of really nasty comments mm-hmm. towards me. Michelle, you should have known he was in a fuck he was a fuck boy. Your mom knew best. Damn right she did. Mm. But for me, I went into that relationship because that was the one that I wanted to test out. That one was the one that I believed in. That was the one that if I didn't choose, I would have had regrets of well, how would have this turned out? Yeah. That was the right decision for me. And I knew that I had made that decision. That doesn't mean that I deserved the nasty hate comments, but I will say. For the most part, mine were very positive, but mm-hmm. they were positive because the people who were paying attention, close enough attention, saw the way that I was handling the relationship versus my ex-fiancé and how he was handling the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of written on the screen. And so the nasty comments really just, I mean, I could read them. I could—I was sent them, but I kind of just laughed. Yeah. And I spent so much time. My health took a hit. I was so sick with just anxiety and just even before the world even knew, and dealing with so, so much pain that by the time it became public and when I was receiving hate, I was like, I already went through hell and back. Mm-hmm. You're not dragging me down. Mm-hmm. You're not you, you can say what you want to say. But I'd gotten to the point where I like was able to post it, put my phone down. I went to Iceland with my girlfriends. We completely disconnected and not in a way where I was running away from anything. Yeah. Because I didn't want I, I didn't want that feeling. Like I, I was talking to my parents and my family and friends and everybody. And I was like, I need to get to a certain healing point. Yeah. So that I when I go on this trip, when I get out, I'm not afraid to come back. Yes. Yes. And so that was my Not like thing. dreading it. So every second of, I kid you not, every second of every day for that first like two weeks before everybody knew, it was present like I went four days without sleeping like a minute Mm. it was awful but by the time those nasty comments comments were rolling in I was like you have no idea what I just went through yes yes. So you're talking out of your ass and that's great for you cheers but it's not affecting me and it's it is hard though
2: especially when you have the outlet and when they (sighs) really try it because I've been there (laughs) but when it's like I could obliterate you And I'm choosing not to. I'm choosing not to to protect my piece, not to protect you. Yeah. But really, because I don't want everybody in my business. I also don't need everybody knowing how stupid I probably was at times for dealing with your ass. So, yeah, I'm going to keep that to myself. But like, it is hard to have the platform and not use it to just
1: go off. Yes. I feel like one of my strengths is being able to think a few steps ahead Mm. And so I knew that this would be temporary satisfaction. Yeah. And then it's connected to you. Right. And for me, I knew that my way to like freedom or to be at peace, like the this person, the social media, just everybody in this Bachelor Nation world, it can be very toxic. Mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm at their dispense if I continue to interact and engage with it. So, no, I have to heal on my own. I have to let these comments roll off because I already did the work. I already knew that. Yeah. I can't feel it because yeah. the moment I feel it, then now I'm connecting myself back to the fire when essentially this has been a lot. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of fucking work for this healing in this piece and I need to be free from it. And yes. so me not responding was my way of just knowing that I had Control and discipline over this, and like, you can't affect me anymore. Yes. You can't impact me anymore. Not now, not however many years down the road. And that doesn't mean you don't ever think about that person. Right. Doesn't mean that you, different like memories don't pop up or different things. But like, as far as regrets of how I handled that breakup, no, you yeah. wouldn't have done anything differently.
2: Yeah, I love that. I love when you have like that piece. And even with the comments, like knowing what actually happened. Versus what people think or say yeah. or whatever they could come up with. Like, you know what happened.
1: And you have to be comfortable
2: with that. Right. Mm-hmm. But then also, this wasn't my experience, but in your experience, having someone who's also on social media, who's also very much like putting themselves out there and they're having a social presence. Mm-hmm. He comes up on my TikTok timeline every other week. I'm like, what did I how did I end up on this <laughs> algorithm? <laughs> like <what> is, <laughs> When did I get on light skin TikTok? This is not the place for me. I want to go back to lesbian TikTok right, where I was.
1: Right. I Send me guess back. I didn't
2: belong there either. They kicked me <laughs> off. But like, it's got to be. It, it's got to be difficult. It's impossible not to.
1: And, and that's where that thinking a few steps ahead is. It, it's different from other breakups where. I mean, my ex before Matt James is, I mean, I'm not a big like blocking person. It takes a lot for me to block somebody Mm -hmm. unless you're like a hater or just, you know what I mean? Whatever that's going on, right? I'll block you in two seconds. But I knew that it was going to be in front of my face. Mm -hmm. So if I don't do my healing, if I don't do my work now, Mm -hmm. that means at any time, at any given day, this pops up, oh, my day's affected. I go back to those feelings that I felt for those two weeks where I was sick and anxious Mm -hmm. and distraught and person did not care two shits about me. Yes. I go back to that. Why would I ever send myself back to that? No. So I fully healed so that when your face pops up on my TikTok or somebody says your name, I'm like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> which Nate are we talking about? The one with the Y or just the M-A-T-E yeah. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. had a kid on Gabby's seat? Like, yes. which which one are we talking about? Yes. Right? Yeah. It's just, you can't affect me anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When Boy, I see bye. my ex's face <laughs> pop up anywhere, I'm like, Ugh. ew. 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 <laughs> I just like, ah. It's like a
1: jump scare. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) 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 okay.
2: Okay, so where are we at now with dating, with love? Like, what are we looking for? What is, what's the vibes?
1: I mean, you and I were just talking that I just moved to LA. Yes. The problem is I ended up on LA dating TikTok and it just talks about how dating in LA is terrible. Yeah. So please give me the insight because... Girl, you got to get a Raya. Okay, let's talk about this real quick. Mm -hmm. Raya. (laughs) Yes. Right? Whoever created it, the founder, whoever it is, uh-huh. distinctly dislikes Bachelor Nation Stop. or Bachelor World people. So I've been told I've not applied for Raya. Okay, let me just—is it Raya, Raya? Raya, yeah. Raya, I've not applied whatsoever. But I've been told, like, the Hannah B's, all these other people who have applied in the past get rejected. Shut the Because fuck they're up. on the show. So it's like an instant no. <gasps> That's not fair. Why? Probably because we're messy and we fuck up everything we cross. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they're like, we don't want any it, of that over here. If you think about it, oh, you go. Out, I mean, like, look at look at Gabby for an instance. Goes on Dancing with the Stars. Everything's fine. All of a sudden, they're dealing with like this like bullshit breakup. Yeah, because we're messes. Not necessarily we are. I mean, yeah. a lot of times we are. But
2: there's a lot. I going can't on. be like
1: I'm different. Yeah. Unless you know you somebody. You could
2: maybe put in the application.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, <laughs> are you referral? telling me you know somebody? Like, I am. Kimmy different.
2: Crawford said. No, I don't. I don't know anybody. I applied and I got in after like two and a half weeks or something. Oh, but I met wow. my boyfriend on there.
1: Oh. Yeah. I'm there. Okay. I mean, it's but, possible. Okay. So then what happens? Okay. So we have
2: to infiltrate the system so that you can get on Raya.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I don't know who. Do you know the creator? This is a hate
2: crime. Do you know the they creator? I mean, not we're not all bad. There.
1: We're not all dramatic. So okay. Crazy.
2: I don't know the creator, but I'm pretty I'm sure he's outlier. on there. Which
1: is like. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I don't need to go on there.
2: Right. Well, maybe you do. And so you can match with him and flirt with him it. and be like, please keep me here. Catfish.
1: Please I'm a catfish don't. his ass. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're dating nobody. Exactly. <laughs> no, you, we have to. Okay. We wow, need to okay. get
2: you on we'll some dates. On we need to get you outside. I understand, though, like the other apps, it is, I felt uncomfortable getting on any other app just because it was my first time on a dating app. And I was like, these other apps, I just felt so exposed. Like, I didn't want, you know.
1: It's not so much that it's, I feel like when people talk about Raya is like, I don't know, I can't even remember if I'm saying correctly. See, I'm not going to get on the app just because I botched the name however many (laughs) times in a row already. Shit. Crap. <laughs> but hey, it's not that I'm, oh, I only will date somebody who's in the public spotlight. Yeah. It's not like that. Yes. It's the fact that you go on Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, whatever the other apps are. The moment you're on it, your picture is gonna get screenshotted. Mm-hmm. Your profile is gonna get screenshotted. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get blasted everywhere. Yeah. It's gonna be on all the other like Reddit, yes, whatever. It's giving sites. And then it's just out there like to be mocked of. And that's so uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard dating in L.A. But I think people who are not in the public space think that people who are in the public space it's got to be so easy to meet somebody. Actually, no, no, because people are creeps. These men are weird. You don't mm-hmm. know why they want to talk to you. You don't know, and it's like For the there's like reasons. these weird ulterior motives and agendas, and like it's it is it is scary. But you're willing to put yourself out there to meet somebody.
1: Yeah. Does your boyfriend have any single friends?
2: This is everyone has. We have a list of people that we need to find. We have a list of women that we need to find. Wait, good really? Suitors for yes, so we can put you. We'll punch you in number nine on uh, the list.
1: Wait, who's number nine? Wait, you. Wait, can I see the list? Who's number nine? Like four of my best friends. Number nine. <laughs> like everybody. Now let's go double date. Just, we just have to let's keep just on spin off, spin off, and then we'll keep everybody updated. Just yeah. throw me on your. Blind double dates. Yes. No problem. Let's do this. No okay. problem. We're going to get
2: this done. Okay. We're going to get this Perfect. done. But opening yourself up is really hard. And we asked our listeners. They said that they have healed from heartbreak and want to date again, but they don't know where to start. So even though you're still starting in the starting phase, you feel like you can help some people out?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. We'll Restart together. Great. Let's <laughs> do it
2: together. Okay. Someone said, hi, yes, dating apps are such a letdown. I work a full-time job, and I'm exhausted to have to keep going out and putting myself out there. Help. How do you, in your long days, and i'm I'm going back to my single self it was so long ago that I was single? Just kidding. it was literally like, two <laughs> months ago. The idea I don't know. I think I got excited about it. I was scared to, like go out after I was in a relationship for five years. I'm like, where do you even meet people? Like, where do you even start? But I started making it like an exciting thing to do with like my girlfriends or like just one. If you have that one friend that's oh, down yeah. to go out, you just make yourself force yourself like you already have your makeup done from work from earlier in the day. Change the shoe. Go to the bar. Just like stand at the bar. Order one right. drink. That's that is my rule. I'll buy one drink for myself, but everything else has to be paid for.
1: Oh, that's a good rule. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could make a movie out of that. Yes. Yeah. One okay. drink rule. Like. The new hitch. hmm Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because once you've had stuff.
2: the one, it like warms you up a little bit. And then you'll be willing to talk to somebody and they'll get the rest.
1: Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. That's very true. I would say that it's so daunting to think about restarting. Mm-hmm. You have to get over the fact that, yeah, you are starting over. Mm-hmm. This is where you're at. And yeah. it sucks and it's uncomfortable. But there's fun. Like there are fun parts of it. Yeah. And getting back out there means that you can't cancel. Right. (laughs) I'm a big one like, okay, okay, I'll go on a first date. And then you get that first date, like anxiety. It's not Mm, nerves. It's just anxiety. No, I'm not ready. I don't want to do this. Right? Yes. You don't want to go. But just going to different places that, yes, you can go out to the bar. Yes, you can go out to clubs or parties or things like that. But for me personally, I like have this like inclined feeling that I'm going to meet my person at what aligns with me. Mm. So going to some type of walk or some type of nonprofit activity or doing doing something of that where it's it's not necessarily work for me. Right. And it's not the club. Mm-hmm. It's not no, It's You're not going to meet your husband at the club. And, and, you know, we might watch me meet Mr. Right Leg tomorrow. At Hyde? At <laughs> oh, no. I
2: would be terrified if I hide? met my Ooh. man
1: at the club. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's possible. But go do something that's different. Mm-hmm. Go to the library on a Saturday. Sounds kind of weird. Or go, you know what I mean? Go walk through the park, go to the beach, go do different activities. Like there's so many things that you can get outside your comfort zone. You're doing, you're you're not just going there for a lost cause. Like you're going to have a good time and then you don't know who you're going to run into. Right. No, that's so true. You can meet your husband at Trader Joe's.
2: I would rather meet my husband at Trader Joe's than the club.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I, I would, yeah. Watch me, just people are just gonna start skipping from. I'm gonna go to Whole Foods tomorrow. I'm gonna go to Nobody's gonna Joe's. Nobody's going I'm going to what, what? What is that really fancy one? AirOne. AirOne. Yes. I ordered my first juice from AirOne the other day. Did you get the Haley Bieber smoothie? Wait, which one is that? Because oh, it's, it's definitely not called the Haley Bieber smoothie. There,
2: I think they call it the glazed smoothie now, but okay. it was the Haley Bieber smoothie, and it's like twenty five dollars. It's delicious.
1: Okay, so I just I I got back from being sick. Mm-hmm. I was I was flirting with the Grim Reaper and all, like I was oh, on stop. my deathbed. I was so sick because well, we were supposed and, to record that was yes. then in the span of two like. Two and a half, three weeks, I got COVID. I got strep throat. I got Girl. bronchitis. I got like laryngite. Like they're just diagnosing me with every everything. Everyone's like, where's Michelle? Here? No, I moved here in September. Oh, but okay. But this was like a few weeks ago. Yeah, when I had to cancel. Oh my God. I was, oof. But anyways, I, I was like looking on DoorDash because I'm not going out to get anything. Yeah. And there was like this like little shot that was like literally $40. Yes. And I can't remember what it's called. It's called like the miracle shot or the whiskey or whatever it was. Sounds right. It fixed me in two seconds. Yes. I just took so, an elderberry one shout from Erwan. out, Shout
2: exactly. out to Erwan.
1: Yeah, so that's where I'm going to find, you know. Yeah. Whatever grocery store and that you feel like you align with, go. If he's at Erwan, <laughs> he got the coins.
2: Because <laughs> Erwan is not cheap. It, so it sure just ain't. hang out at Erwan around <laughs> lunchtime and you'll meet your husband. Perfect. Someone says, my question is, how do you know you have healed and are ready to go out there in the first place?
1: I think it healing is such a... Two steps forward, two steps back, mm-hmm. sometimes five steps back. Trial and error. Yes. And it doesn't mean that you need to go back. I'm not a big like I, I don't believe in the whole rebound trend. Mm. That doesn't mean that anybody who does that is wrong. Yeah. I just I, I fully believe that you have to do like that emotional work. And there are going to be there are times where I thought I was healed. And then you still get affected by something. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you're back at square one. But I feel like you know that you're healed when you can understand that you can have feelings of missing somebody. But that that's not the relationship for you. You're not hurt by their actions. You're not triggered by their name. Mm-hmm. There's going to be certain relationships or experiences, really serious situations where, like, you might always be triggered by somebody's name. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not going to discount that. Right. But for me, they can be in front of my face and I'm not sitting there hurting.
2: Yeah. Was there a moment when you realized, because after my last breakup, which was traumatizing, the moment that I realized that I was no longer affected by this person in the same way, because there's healing Mm -hmm. is a process and it's like it doesn't have a start or an end. There is no time when you just wake up and you're like, I'm healed. But there, there are moments when you're like, oh, the shit that used to trigger me and make me ball my eyes out doesn't trigger me anymore. Mine was when I heard what was supposed to be our wedding song. But also I picked the song. He didn't even pick the fucking it's song. It's your song. So it's still my goddamn song. And I yeah. might still use it. But yeah, like, that was it was that day. It like popped up because when it would pop up, when I was in the process and I was in the thick of it, anytime it would pop up on my shuffle, I would quickly like fast forward and be like, uh! and then one day I like listened to the whole song and I was just like vibing to the song. I was like, this is my song. Like this doesn't have anything to do with this person. So that was when I realized, what was it for you?
1: I love that. For me, it was, and this might be for a lot of people, but when you think, if you can sit there and think or picture, purposely picture your ex dating somebody else mm. and you're not hurt by it yes. or affected by it. Yes. Goodbye. Done. Done done. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. when you get to the point where someone's like, oh, I heard that your ex is dating so-and-so. I'd be like, great. I hope she fucks him well enough so that he stops messaging me.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, that's that's shit. I said that so many yeah. times. She wow. better get him
2: good because I'm sick of hearing him begging for me to come back. Oof. Like once you get to that point, yep. you're good because mm-hmm. it's true. Like nobody wants to think about the person that they were madly in love with dating somebody else until you yeah. don't give a fuck about them dating somebody else.
1: Exactly.
2: It's the best feeling Ex- in the world. Exactly. All right. Someone said, hey, bestie, I'm a super late bloomer, 24, when it <laughs> comes to relationships and dating and everything in between. With that being said, I'm learning lessons now that I should have learned when I was younger. Things like all men lie. And that just because he kisses you or even has sex with you, it doesn't mean he likes you. Because of this, I spent most of my dating life in heartbreak, confusion, and downright low self-esteem. I've definitely recently taken the time to realize all of these things and am now very cautious with who I concern myself with, but I fear I might be a little too closed off and frankly scared of trying to find Mr. Right in a world full of guys who clearly don't give a fuck. I need any and all advice. Thank you. P.S. I love you, girl.
1: I love you too. I'm sad that you feel that way. Ooh, that's a... Okay, this is what I will start by saying is that you're not late blooming mm-hmm. because there are women in their 30s, 40s, 50s still making those mistakes. Yeah. Yes, it's true. But it's true. Uh, to want if you sit and picture like the type of relationship that you want, mm-hmm. the things that you want out of it and like the vulnerability wanting to be your like complete naked self with somebody in order to get those things, you have to kind of evaluate where you have to go. Mm hmm. And that doesn't mean that the first date you sit down, bachelor style, like tell me about all your hopes and dreams and goals yes. and like all of your vulnerable secrets and, and trauma. trauma. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be like that. But you definitely have to push yourself to places of vulnerability that you probably haven't gone before. And it's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. But I think combining the two of okay. Does this person actually make you a priority? Do mm-hmm. they seem to put in the effort to want to get to know you? Mm-hmm. Are they making the effort to see you? Are they caring about your feelings? Yeah. How do they handle themselves on a bad day when you're going through a really hard time? All of those different things. And if he's doing all those different things or if they are doing all of these different things, then it's okay to like start to open up a little bit.
2: Yeah. I think it also, you don't have to have been in a million relationships to know how things make you feel. If you are having a visceral reaction or like a really negative reaction or questioning yourself because of somebody else's actions, I think that tells you enough. You don't need to like have had 20 boyfriends to know when this guy talks to me like this, I don't like it. Or this guy feels inconsistent, like trust your gut and -hmm. let that guide you because you've had your gut for as long as you've been alive, which is 24 years for her, 30 for me. Hey, like you've had that longer than anything else, than any relationship or whatever that might be. You know how things make you feel. So go based off of that feeling and let that be your guide. You don't have to have past experiences to to know. If you dated a liar, he lied the first time, probably gonna lie again. <laughs> like, right? Those kinds of things I think can can teach you a lot, but you also have to be careful. I think words are so important. And you have to be careful with what you're putting out there. So if you're saying all men lie, all men cheat, all men mm-hmm. do this, you are automatically going to be attracting that energy because that's what you're putting out there, that this is this is how men are. That's what you're going to get back, whether you like it or not. So Mm -hmm. if you say my man is out there and he is waiting for me and he is so beautiful and he does not cheat and he, you know, maybe he cheated in the past, but he didn't cheat on me. He's not cheating no more. (laughs)
1: He makes a lot of money. Yes, he makes a lot lot of money.
2: He's a rich ass with a boat. (laughs) If you put it out there, it will come. But if you put it out there, all men steal from me, all men, they got bad dick, all men. Well, then, yeah,
1: that's what you're going to attract. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it, right. And and I feel like they can sense that too. Mm-hmm. They can. Like, well, you sit down, and they're, you're not not only closed off. You're just like men suck, which yeah. they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, most of them. I'll be the first to say it. Most of them. Most of them <laughs> do. Too. But yeah, completely echo what you're saying with your your intuition. Mm-hmm. With that, is you don't have to be in every single situation to know how to navigate a situation. Yes, and shit when you see those when you when you feel those gut reactions because mm-hmm. we all get them mm-hmm. as women and they're a lot of the time 98 what 98 percent of the time accurate 99.9 percent yes. 9. accurate ninety
2: eight point nine 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 that's the 5. thing
1: is we get the reaction <laughs> we get the gut reaction of the intuition but we actually don't respond accordingly no we ignore we it continue
2: we're like maybe i'm maybe. is it i'm messing. sure it's
1: accurate yeah. Hmm. I think it's he wrong. Didn't this totally time. lie. Yeah. He just
2: didn't tell me that he was with his ex, but <laughs> he told me that he what restaurant he was at. Yeah. Oh, great. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. You have to pay attention to those things and just let your gut and your heart and your feelings like acknowledge your feelings don't let any man or anybody, period, try to negate your feelings because yeah. chances are, unless you're absolutely insane. Your feelings, they matter. Like they're valid. There's a reason why you have those feelings. So, absolutely. Stick with it. Okay. This next person says I don't date much, but the few relationships I've had have all ended the same way. The guy saying that he only wants a casual relationship. The most recent guy I was dating for about a year when he told me he only wants to be casual. Am I doing something wrong? Why can't I ever get a guy to see me as enough to be in a committed relationship?
1: How do you date a year? Maybe we should ask this to the men. How mm-hmm. do you date a year and be like, actually, I it's just casual, huh? Yeah. What would you do today around the holidays? Right. Valentine's Day. Exactly. So
2: when you were rubbing chocolate sauce all over my ass, you weren't thinking that you just
1: casual? To be this like, casual. have you met each other's families? <laughs> you hung out with each other's friends? Yes. Oh, exactly. it's just casual? Like yes. that's
2: that's on him. Yeah, exactly. But chances are I'm thinking he knew he wanted it to be casual from the beginning and he was just wasting your time. But the problem with uh, not our problem, but I'm going to put it on us. We allow men to string us along and like we'll just deal with it because we're like, well, we're building something. Like, obviously, this is leading somewhere. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is where it's going to go. If this is what we're doing now, then obviously, it's not obvious. It's not obvious. It's only obvious when he says it. It's only obvious when he comes out and he's like, I want to be in a relationship with you. I'm locking this down. Until then, I say, stay on the apps, <laughs> stay out there, stay ready because mm-hmm. at any given time this person could just be like, oh, just kidding. Like wherever you thought this was headed, it's not.
1: I'm curious if they ever spoke about like labels. I don't know if mm-hmm. there's a better word than that. Mm-hmm. But how do you, I don't even know if I could date somebody for three months consistently seeing them, mm-hmm. talking to them, yeah, planning activities, going on dates, whatever it is. I could not Scrap all the days. I could not consistently talk to somebody for three months yeah. every day or frequently and then think it's casual. No. I would be like going back to the conversation of what are we?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if I have to ask what like, what are we? I will never ask what are we? No, Where is this going? What are your what are your yeah. intentions is a good one. Really? It puts it on what the are other your intentions?
2: Person. Yes. And also, if you have to ask what are we, forget it. Boy,
1: bye. <laughs> that's Girl, bye.
2: Whoever that's it is. It. It's done. It's mm-hmm. a wrap. It's quiet for them. But I feel like letting somebody know, like, hey, I get it. You have your own process. I respect that. I'm just letting you know that in the meantime, I am going to be seeing other people and I am going to be getting back on the apps or like, I don't I don't think you should get off the app at all, Mm-mm. at all. I have to tell people this all the time. Friends and family, you know who you are. Don't get off <laughs> the fucking app. Mm-mm. When did that man tell you that he wanted you to be off the app? And he's still on it. So why would you pause your account or take your account off the... Wh- why are you getting off the app until you guys have had a conversation? Together, we are getting off this app and we are going to focus on this relationship. Stay on the fucking app. When I met my boyfriend and we were dating, he was like, wait, you're still on Raya? Yeah, I'm still on Raya. Good. We were together all the time, but you didn't say anything. You didn't... He hadn't mm-hmm. asked me to be his girlfriend yet, so why am I getting off the app?
1: Why? It's It's literally like... Look at it as... A business mm-hmm. as weird as it sounds. Mm-hmm. Business opportunity. You're applying for a bunch of different interviews. Yeah. You're going on a bunch of different dates. Yes. You would never say no or cut off every single other job opportunity if you didn't know that you for sure had Sign the contract that makes it sound really weird. I mean, claiming, claiming. Okay, but like for all the other haters, they're like, oh my god, we're yeah. signing women. No, we're not signing people away. Okay, like let <laughs> me make it clear. <laughs> Damn, relationships they're are not contractual. Speak. They're emotional. Exactly, <laughs> but it's like until that contract or yeah. to that relationship comes through, yes, and is labeled or whatever it is, you wouldn't stop applying for interviews. No. You wouldn't stop keeping your mind open for other possible opportunities that are going to pop up. It's the exact same thing.
2: You are a free agent until signing day, I'm babe. I'm a free Yes. Free
1: agent. I <laughs> yes, love that. Until you okay. get a jersey, free
2: you are agent. a free People agent. Like, why
1: do you keep yelling into the microphone, Michelle? Sorry. I'll yes. No, I'm I do so it all excited. the
2: time. I do it all the time.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm but a it's free true. agent. It's mm-hmm. free agent until signing day. I think we just and created then, something
2: there. And then when you decide you want to come forward, which he did, of course, he was like, I want us to get off the app. Great. I'm off. Yeah, if you Now want. what?
1: You wanna sign exclusivity, right? Yes. Oh. Let, come on, <laughs> we could sign the paperwork right now. We're we talking about a prenup? or is we talking about
2: <laughs> both. We can do it right now. But I think keep yourself open and you can get a vibe. There's no reason why you should be in a one-year-long situationship with someone within three to six months. I, I give it six. Only because I'm very I, I move around a lot and I it takes a long time for me to be able to actually be in the same room with somebody Absolutely. for a long time. Six months. If you don't know whether or not you want me to be your girlfriend in six months, enjoy your life. Be blessed.
1: Otherwise, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time. I couldn't even imagine. Michelle,
2: thank you so much for being here with us today. We appreciate you we are rooting for you and anybody who comes into your comments, we are going to light them the fuck up. Tell everybody where they Unless can find you.
1: Unless he's cute. <laughs> Unless he's <laughs> cute. cute. Unless he's cute. and he's <laughs> saying nice things and wants to take me on a date. Yes. But no, okay, it's, been, it's been absolutely awesome. I'm going to take some of your two cents with me. <laughs> Watch out, haters. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they should Watch be careful. Out. They should be where? <laughs> hmm. Oh,
1: no. But y'all can find me on Instagram, Michelle Young, on TikTok, Michelle Young. There's going to be some other things popping up here quite soon. So <gasps> Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Soon, soon. Oh, yeah, we take it off, baby. Uh-oh. We're Exclusive. not just sitting over here just twiddling our thumbs. No.
2: And the post breakup glow-up is the best. Boom. The best. <laughs> oh, so Watch happy out. for you. So happy for you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday.